Welcome to the Almost Famous podcast, the show where we get the opportunity to talk to professionals at the top of their field in the music industry, discussing their journeys and experiences. In this episode, I welcome Leroy F. Moore Jr., poet, hip-hop artist, and co-founder of Crip Hop Nation, the Emmy Award-winning Worldwide Association of Disabled Artists that are grabbing the mic for themselves and showcasing their talent. Leroy talks when hip-hop was diverse back in the 70s, what led to this changing, and what it was like growing up disabled in these times. Keep listening also to hear his thoughts on the recent controversy involving Lizzo and his hot take on the music industry of today. Here's my episode with Leroy F. Moore. You're listening to Almost Famous, a music industry podcast championing independence powered by The Famous Company. Whether you're an artist or music industry professional, ensure you don't miss a beat by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Leroy F. Moore is the co-founder of a movement called Crip Hop Nation. That's a Crip spelt with the letter K. He is a hip hop artist, poet and activist. Leroy has cerebral palsy and for the last 15 years, he's been making space for Black disabled people in the hip-hop world. I am very happy to welcome Leroy onto the show. Leroy, how are you feeling today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited about this, man. Um, I've been doing some research on you myself. Uh, You're very, very inspiring. So again, thank you for, uh, for being on the show with me. I'm so excited about this one. So you need to tell me more about the Crip Hop Nation movement yeah, that uses hip, the hip hop genre to reclaim uh, the black disabled space as, as a means of expression. Can you tell me firstly your story and then how Crip Hop Nation came into existence? Okay, so my story is a, it's an I and a we story. And, um, yeah, I was born in New York City, the birthplace of hip hop. Saw hip hop on the corner before it came bling bling mainstream. Um, always, always went to the hip hop cipher, you know, with my walker because I was born with um with my disability. So I, you know, back then hip hop was diverse. I saw people on crutches break dancing. You know, I saw women doing DJs. So. So I saw the you know the, the diverse of hip hop before the bling bling, and when the bling bling came, that's when the diversity just went out the door. So you know, growing up, I've always loved music. I love the blues. I love hard rock, and when hip hop you know came in the late seventies, early eighties, it's like, oh, what's this? So when I moved to the Bay Area back in 91, um, I was involved with the radio station where they had um, a disabled radio show called Pussy Limits. And I commenced the show to do a three-part series on hip-hop and disability. And that's when Crip-Hop grew up and came back home I had um, emails from MySpace because that that was MySpace back then. 
I mean, my face was just blowing up saying, oh my God, let's do this, let's do this. And now it's been almost 20 years doing Crip Hop. And Crip Hop is, is for everybody. It's not only for Black, disabled people, but, you know, that's, that's where the roots of hip hop, you know, came from Black and Brown, disabled people, and the founders of Crip Hop, myself. Keith Jones and the late Rob, you know, his temple, you're all black, you know, disabled, you know, people. So, so yeah, so Crip Hop has been here ever since. You said that the hip hop genre was um, quite open to to everyone um, when it first started. You said it started um, in New York where you grew up. And then I kind of misheard what you may have said that made kind of sense of the welcomeness for disability you go out the door you know just to repeat that one back for me what did you say was like the catalyst that made that diversity kind of switch yeah when 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 it went corporate you know when it, it, corporate yeah when it went on mtv and you know the you know the bling bling of hip-hop yeah it became more of a show yeah that, that's when the door slammed yeah, so yeah. You've um you've released some powerful stuff, your poetry, your music that you posted online. It 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 commented well, it 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 really is a reflection of the things that are happening in the world. Um which artists were you into when you were younger and kind of inspired you to do what you're doing today? Oh, you know, of course the Sugar Hill game, you know, the first hip hop records that went, you know, around the world and back. Um, but, you know, after the skill game, you know, Big Day came, you know, the, the Fat Boys, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, going through the early hip hop um, film documentaries, like Crush Groove and Breaking, and I saw that that a lot of them had a disability, you know, theme to it. You know, Crush Groove talking about the Fat Boys, the Fat Boys, and Crush Groove was talking about body image. You know, and, and they they had to really pump up one of the members because one of the members like, oh, you know, we're not gonna go nowhere because we're fat, you know, and so. You know, taking that and saying, okay, you know, disability has always been there. It's just been hidden in these little, you know, the little segments of of hip hop. So yeah, so those you know, those are the people that really got my, you know, got my into and plus being a poet. I always liked the last poets, you know, those were the grandfathers of hip hop before hip hop. So the last poets, you know, Gil Scott Hearn, you know, Nikki Giovanni, you know, so being a poet, you know, always, you know, for me, just led into hip hop, you know. Yeah. And of course, you know, the founders of hip hop. Um, Keith Jones, Keith Jones is a bad motherfucker. Uh, he's, I mean, he does everything with, with his feet, you know, because- Yeah, I've seen. He's, and he does like old school hip hop. So it's like, you know, 
So him, you know, the late Rod, you know, his tempo was on the keyboard, so to speak, the hell game. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. To be in hip hop, you have to be confident. Um, and I, I think I think you can be you can be a little bit kind of I don't know what the word would be. Is it subdued where you're kind of a bit more la- not laid back, but in your show with some genres. But hip hop, the confidence comes through the music. It comes through everything. Would you say that you've always been a confident person? Well, you know, because, you know, growing up disabled, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, this was before, you know, disability culture, you know, disability arts and the rights and stuff. You know, growing up, you know, you're, you're really isolated because, you know, people didn't have awareness, didn't have the education. But because of that, I, I, I did a lot of writing, you know, at that time. I used to write poems, I used to write um, songs and stuff. So that isolation gave me time to really, you know, craft my my skills of writing, you know. Yeah, and you you basically became the person that you are today because of that. Yeah, because That's of that. That's incredible, man. Yeah. 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 You said something really interesting then. You said that back in the 70s, being disabled back in the 70s, there wasn't that much education um, or, or people weren't as aware of the disability, like disabilities that we are today. Now, keep that in mind when I ask this next question. Uh, the artist Lizzo, she was brought into uh, the um, news headlines over the last couple of weeks. She removed a uh, ableist slur from her latest song, Girls. Um, what was your initial thoughts when you saw what she, when like when she'd released the song and um, and what did you think of the apology if you'd seen it? Oh, thank you for talking about because I love Lizzo. Lizzo kicks ass. So, you know, in the beginning, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Lizzo is like the number one artists that talk about body image and body positivity. And all these, you know, people are just coming after for a word that, you know, could be flipped into an urban meaning. You know, it, you know, it has different meaning. So so I so I, I was I was livid. I think that's why I did that video. I was like, come on. Because other hip hop artists got away with it, and they and they were doing more than Lizzo. You know, Fifty Cent is terrible. He has a terrible record of bullying, bullying people with, with autism, and he did it three times, and he got away with it. So, so it's so when 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 that came out, I was like, I was like, come on, you know. And I also realized in the beginning that most of the people that were writing articles about that were, I just had to say, were white women. And it's like, you guys don't need to know the culture and the, and the you know, and the whole, the whole urban language of thinking language. I mean, Crip House has done that. Crip House took Crip and flipped it into a positive thing. That's that's what you do in hip hop, you know, the whole high street movement, you know, 
Although I got I got a beef of hyphen movement, but hyphen movement did that. It took words, flipped it into a positive thing. So when, when I saw that, I was like, come on, people. I think that's why I did that video, you know, because yeah, I think I think people are getting too sensitive, you know. And and once again, it's it's Lizzo. I mean, her whole career is, is about body positivity. And so you're gonna come down on this woman in hip hop on this one word, and you can go back in history and see other people from Drake, Drake. Drake's whole career is based on um, appropriating disability. I mean, his first when 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 he was acting, that whole um, World Kid Jimmy. Hmm. I mean, so his whole career is based on pimping disability. But you know, he does he, he doesn't get all the black like Lizzo got. What was the show? Uh... For people who don't know this, Drake Drake was an actor first. Uh, yeah. He was an artist and he did portray, it was like a, a high school show in Canada. And yeah. he was in a wheelchair for the whole thing, I believe. And I, yeah. and I can't even remember what the show's called now. But no, that's a, that's a very good point. And to be honest with you, like representation's a huge thing. Um, how do you, what's your opinion on the, the disability movement, how it looks now? Like you, you made a very good point. Lizzo is all about, she built her career on body positivity. She makes one, let's say, left turn. And uh, you, you're certainly right about this. It is a lot of these, I don't know, the white uh, columnists and, and the, these, and these people who may not know about the culture um, to, to even give an opinion on the culture uh, of, of, of saying, like you said, flipping words. Um, rappers do get away with a lot of stuff and what they say but how, how do you feel nowadays what's your opinion on the the disability movement nowadays and, and the representation of it how does it look like to you well yeah i think in hip-hop it's not there at all i mean in hip-hop hip-hop is still in a charity model of disability if you google hip-hop and disability you see, you know, hip hop stars giving away wheelchairs and all that, all that bullshit. But you know, you don't see hip hop artists, you know, coming to crip hop and say, "Okay, let's work on this together. Let's beef up crip hop in, in the industry." You know, that's all you see is hip hop artists doing charity programs for people with disabilities and that's 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 so old school that's so old school i think i think that's why a lot of uh, that's why a lot of um hip-hop you know quote-unquote um bring bring artists don't get down with hip-hop because we we're we're far beyond that charity bullshit i mean we're doing things like, I mean, we got chapters in Africa, Brazil. We're trying to open up the Crip Hop Institute. You know, we have, you know, textbooks. I mean, Crip Hop is in textbooks. So we're going way beyond this charity model of hip hop. So, you know, 
So basically what you're saying is in hip hop, instead of holding out their hand to crip hop, to people with disabilities who, who are basking in the genre, they're keeping you at an arm's length. Well, I, I, I'm saying that they're doing charity programs. So, yeah. you know, so they might, you know, buy a wheelchair for a person with this disability or bring a disability person on, on stage. You know, that's, that, that, that's good and all, but we... Thanks for the cameras? Yeah, I mean, for a quick call, we want them to go deeper. Like, like, like Snoop Dogg. You know, I love Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has the history of working with, you know, hip hop artists. He worked with Fort Worth City. That's one of the hip hop artists in New York. And that's cool and all. But we want Snoop Dogg to go deeper. We want Snoop Dogg to see that Crip Hop is a movement. Crip Hop is not only, you know, one song hit and that's it. We want Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and other people to come into Crip Hop and say, okay, you guys are, you guys have been doing the work for 12 years with no money. You guys are international. You guys have been pulling you know, disabled hip hop artists from Africa, Brazil, and stuff. Can you imagine a Snoop Dogg and, and Dre and other people saying, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna really get down with hip hop. We're gonna read what hip hop politics is. We're gonna read what hip hop mission is, and we're gonna really support hip hop to to bring hip hop not only hip hop." But our politics and our education to the whole industry, the whole hip hop industry, that would be huge. I mean, that's that's what we're doing here at UCLA. Um, matter of fact, I'm getting my PhD in um, in anthropology and linguistics. And the and, and, and my advisor reached out to me. I didn't I didn't apply for this. I read my, my advisor, saw my work, saw Crip Hop work, and he said, okay, we, we got to have Lee right here. Because he's doing the work. You know, he's been doing it for almost, you know, 15 years. So can you imagine if he's doing the work under UCLA yeah. with ESD? And plus, they're doing, like, this hip-hop initiative at UCLA. And, and my advisor is putting disability to the forefront. That's huge. That's huge. That's humongous. So that's, that's the type of work that we want these hip hop artists to do. You know, you know, giving out wheelchairs. That's that, that's that, that's good at all, but it, it, it doesn't change structures. It doesn't change institutions. You know, the music industry has a lot of ableism and racism that they have to deal with, you know, going back to the blues, you know, you know, disabled musicians have been here since the blues. This is not new. Mm. So even the music industry has to learn about their ableism and about the discrimination that they put on disabled musicians since the blues. Yeah. What's your reaction on the rest of the industry? Like you, you said, of course, straight away. Look, I think I, enough. Yeah, I, I, to, to tell you the truth, you know, people don't like me. I, 
I think the music industry is dead. I think it's dead. I mean, I mean, people can't make people can make music on their phones. People can make a music video on their phone. You know. So what? 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 The the question is, what? What can the music industry do now? I think the music industry could say, okay, here, you know, open up the door, open the door wide open, and say, here, take it over. Because we, we, we're doing it already. I mean, Chance, Chance the Rapper is independent. He has no label, you know? So, so yeah, the music industry can just, just open up the doors to Crip Hop and say, okay, let me learn from you because you're doing something that, that we haven't done. You, you're doing disability justice work, you're doing disability in hip hop, you're doing that shit internationally. I mean, can you imagine that? That You know, so, you know, there's other organizations like, like RAM that, that's doing good work. So there's other organizations that are doing the good work, but most of the time we're doing that outside the music industry. They'll just, you know, they they just don't want to let go of power. And and now and nowadays, you know, you know, I mean, you can go on SoundCloud and listen to hip hop. You don't need a music industry to to really do much. Yeah, 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 of course. But does that help you guys though? Does that it gives you there the tools to do a lot more, correct? Yeah, I mean, can you imagine the music industry really punk crib out? It'd be a total I mean, you you don't see commercials of hip hop artists with disabilities. You don't you don't see you don't see that on the MTV. And it was 2022. We're still living like it's 1950. It's 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 something else. Something else. I mean, I, I'm what I'm 54 years old. I've been doing I've, I've been doing activism since I was a teenager. So it's like, come on, people, you know, yeah. you know, and in this whole this whole um intersectionality and diversity and inclusion. I was like, just do the work. Fuck the labels. Just do the work. Just, just open up the door. You know, so. Yeah. Leroy, you say you're in your 50s. You're uh, Shout out to UCLA for, of course, reaching out to you, getting on board with a few of the things that you're doing. You've been, you've been an activist since a teenager. What would you say that music and, and forming Crip Hop Nation has done for you in your own journey? Forget, forget... For, Get music out your mind a second, but just for you as a person, what is being a part of a community like this done for you? Oh my God, just seeing seeing myself internationally. I and mean, we went to South Africa. We did a whole trip around seven years ago. I think we did like 10 cities in two weeks. Did so you say that's just, your highlight? I think that that's one of my highlights. I mean, yeah. seeing seeing disabled musicians face to face, you know, these were the musicians I was um, talking to through Facebook and internet, but seeing them face to face, that that was amazing. 
So that that and then also of course I can't um I cannot mention that Crip Hop won an Emmy last year for wow. our song. Yeah, for our song on Rising Phoenix. It was um a movie documentary on Netflix about the Paralympics. And that's that's another thing. It's like we won an Emmy and we didn't get no media. I think how does that work? How could you win an Emmy and get no mainstream media? I mean we we received the we see the um in, in TV and you know in NBC, but once again <laughs> nothing. Nothing. It's, it's, it's like okay, okay, you know. But yeah. you know, we, we we keep on doing the work. You know, like I said, we are gonna open up this Crip Hop Institute in LA before the Olympics, and that's that's gonna be huge. We're gonna take over the building and open up the Crip Hop Institute. So that's one thing that we're doing. We're doing this um, channel. So we're, we're we're starting our own channel. It's not a YouTube channel, it's a whole TV channel that we're starting, you know, and that's coming with um, Keith Jones and myself. So we're, we're, we're doing things, you know. Hmm. Well, I got, I got one more question for you, Leroy, but before I go and uh, uh, ask that, I will, I will say one thing. As soon as I found out you were coming on, I had to check out a few things. I was inspired from the get-go. I want you to tell people right now where they can find you and Keith's work um, all across online. Like t- the, the, the red carpet is rolled out for you, man. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Yeah, so um, Crip Hop is, you know, all, all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, you know, just type in Crip Hop with a K. Um, Leeway Moore, um, also, you know, Keith Jones, um, also, you know, take a look at what, what UCLA is doing because it's going to be huge. I mean, they're starting this whole hip-hop initiative on the West Coast because there's, there's nothing on the West Coast. Everything's on the East Coast. So it's going to be huge and it's huge because they're putting disability at the forefront, you know, compared to the East Coast, that that, that just don't have disability at all, even now. So check that out, you know, go to UCLA, you know, Google it, um, Hip Hop Initiative, and yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, Crip Hop has a website, CripHop.com, you know, Crip Hop with a K. So check that out. And, yeah. yeah man you have been an absolute joy and i love the energy that you brought to this i love you're you're a funny dude um <laughs> you think you've everything about you you wear your heart and your sleeve um but i want to take you back right now to the the 70s i if you could ah. give <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self right now what would it be my younger self is like, um, just hang in there, hang in there. You know, every everything comes full circle. Yeah, I see it now. I see it now. 
you know, when we didn't even clip hop started, I used to get eight emails. Eight emails. People were like, oh, it's a fad, you know, you're, you're not going to do anything. You, I, I got emails, I got a couple emails saying that you're putting down hip hop because of your disability. I was like, have you heard of the blues? <laughs> so, so, so anyway, so yeah, that, that, that's why I tell, tell my young, my young self is just hanging there. You know, because it's hard because you don't. Back back in the seventies, I, I didn't see myself. You know, I, I there was no computer. You know, so everything was on TV. There, there's no black disabled people on TV. So I didn't see myself until until I went downstairs and I saw my father's record collection. That's when I discovered blues because all the blues people had disabilities. I was like, oh shit, this is this is this is my mirror. You know? So yeah. That's incredible, man. Leroy, thank you so much. You've been listening to Almost Famous, a music industry podcast powered by The Famous Company. If you're an independent artist or music industry professional, for more information, head to www.thefamouscompany.com.